So usually you guys listen to me start my podcast off with a nice live song, but today I'm a bit fired up and it's fuck you financial experts. Life is not perfect. John Lennon said life is what happens when you're busy making other plans. Isn't that the case for most of us? So I'm going back to my childhood and we didn't have much trouble keeping our grocery costs in line when we had no money. When I grew up, My single mother had to pay everything in cash. She had to pay the rent, the utilities, the groceries with that paycheck that she cashed every week. And she could only pay that with the money after the paycheck was cashed. That's how I learned to be cheap. I moved out of the house in grade 12 when my mother left Winnipeg to move to a farm. And my job at Superstore paid enough and I worked enough hours to support myself. Halfway through grade 12. Right after graduation, I moved to Saskatoon and I joined my father in the dental supply business. And within a short time, I discovered credit and my problems began. It was just too easy to spend in advance of my paycheck. Instead of paying after I got paid, I didn't have to wait and I used my credit to buy a motorcycle and I bought a car and I used a credit card to party. In the midst of party time, my daughter was born. I was 19 years old and I had a credit card and I used credit to buy too many things. And now this credit card was used to support a family at 19 years old. I always paid the priorities first. I paid my rent. I paid my utilities. I paid for my phone. I paid for my gas. However, the credit lesson started to begin. And as a dumb kid, I decided somewhere along the line, I had good credit and I could go buy a Trans Am. Like I needed a Trans Am with a baby seat in the back. Yeah, sure I did. And that's when my problems really started to begin because I was living in a trailer. And when when you have a trailer, you have to pay for a lot. You have to pay rent to a lot. And my payment on my car was more than I was paying for renting the lot on the trailer I bought. I use credit cards. Um, I use credit cards to pay for things like baby clothes and different furniture and things that I needed to get by. And I started only making minimum payments because I didn't have enough to pay my rent otherwise. I never ever caught up. And eventually get to the point where the minimum payments start to get disregarded. And for several years, I was able to balance living and keep creditors at bay. And life happened. Because I was in a relationship not based on true love, but convenience. I had a baby girl and soon I had another one. And I was in debt up to my eyeballs and I had a high risk interest rate on the loans that I had. And these are rates that we don't even know today. When I was 18, 19, 20, 21, you're paying interest rates that are 10%, 12%, 14%. And once you're credit risk, I can't even tell you what the amount was, but I'm telling you, I was making interest payments only. I was never getting ahead. It's the kind of interest rates that you will never pay off. And somewhere along the line, I was, as I was working in this family business, my dad decided to exit the dental supply business. And we sold to Sinclair Dental. And that didn't help matters. I was in a position working for a new company, a new owner, as a young single father. And I was soon going through a divorce. 
and I no longer was supported by the family business. I was in debt beyond my abilities and it forced me into a bad position in life, working in a job that I didn't enjoy at the time because of what I was getting paid. I was getting abused. And all in the same time, I'm going to court, paying all the costs of legal action against me and it only made it worse. My paycheck was garnished and I no longer owned a home. I was renting. My four-year-old car had over 400,000 kilometers. It was actually uh, an old uh, station wagon, a blue Cavalier station wagon. And I couldn't afford to buy a new one. And you know what? This is right around Christmas time when I was having the worst problems and my transmission broke down. And I had to get paid, I had to get towed and cleaned out my account paying the towing bill because I couldn't afford to put anything else on my credit card because it was over the limit. I got to say, though, I'm always proud that I found a way to deal with issues. I could have easily declared bankruptcy at that time. I actually explored the option. I tried to petition the courts at the time to reduce my child care and my alimony, and I partially won. It was given two years of alimony, and my ex-wife was told she had two years to find a way to help earn a living for herself. Still, I still had to pay for my child support because my kids were young, and I didn't want to change that part for them. I wanted to make sure that they had a decent life. But still, two more years of paying out more than over half of what I earned, which is about $40,000 a year at the time before tax and my expenses, it was a start. I sold all my assets and my retirement plans got cashed out and I had to change jobs and I searched for a company that would pay me enough to pay my bills. And a company called Arcona was starting up. And the owner gave me a personal loan for over $30,000 at that time to bail me out of debt. He guaranteed me a minimum amount as I worked for him that would service the remainder of my debt, help pay my rent, gave me enough to get a new vehicle and get back on my feet. He gave me a personal loan that I could pay back interest-free. And you know what? It saved my ass. So for the next 15 years, I spent doing all those things, doing what we're told to do. I put away everything I could afford in an RRSP, which was after I paid all of my other expenses, including my child support, which was still taking up the majority of my paychecks. But I was able to buy a house, a small little house in the bad part of town, but I got equity in it and it actually started to go up in value. I leveraged that asset as quickly as I could, but mostly I worked my ass off to pay back my debts in a very short amount of time. And I forced myself to save and to invest. I wasn't one of those people who was going out and spending my money eating out. I was eating the macaroni and cheese at home like many of you are as you're paying off your student debts. And I'm paid commission and I pay my own expenses. So I really watched my expenses. I made sure I had a very economical car that I put a lot of miles on and I watched how much gas went in there. I mean, I knew my gas mileage to the penny. If I had an opportunity to take a cheap hotel room out of town instead of staying in a town where there was a more expensive one, I stayed out of town. I didn't eat lunches sometimes. I would pack my bags and bring my lunch in my car. I had to build my business from the ground up again. 
And it's pretty hard to be in a competitive business like ours as a salesman, despite what some people think. I got to say, even, you know, we owned our own business. I know the profit margins. And you have to understand, and a lot of you may not even remember Healthco or Denco or any of the Dominion supplies like my dad and, and uh, family businesses that had to consolidate or go bankrupt. That should prove the point about how difficult the retail business is in our business. It's hard work and it takes smart investments and a large volume that ultimately help you pay your bills and keep you afloat. And I know you know what I mean because you also have that same perception of the business that you are in and the large amount of education and all the hard work and sweat and the macaroni and cheese that you had to eat while you went to school and the debt that you've accumulated. The perception and reality of owning a business is not what some other people may think. Paying for life is not what some financial planners ever tell you. And it's the thing that pisses me off. Because when I watch these commercials on TV and I listen to these people tell you about these business models, and it's all based on these perfect scenarios. And you know what? Fuck them. The fact is life happens. Whoever plans on having a kid out of wedlock at a young age, whoever plans that, You can argue all you want, and yeah, it's not the best circumstances. Financially, my life has never been a perfect railway track like the planners lay out for you, where you save 10% of every check and you start your career and you get married and you have kids that are well-planned. You maximize your retirement. You pay off your mortgage early. You save enough for your kid's college fund. They forget about all the people that live check-to-check and have these huge debts, student debts. How about the mortgage? How about when life happens and the costs and risk and liabilities open a small business? Do they tell you that you're going to take out all the savings that you put aside and put it all into a building and then into building a business and then go out and borrow as much as you can possibly borrow from friends, family, and banks? And that amount that you need to reinvest when things start going well, that boom, you need to put even more into it? And do they talk about the sacrifice of home and family life, putting in the sweat and the tears and the nights and the weekends just to stay afloat and pay back those creditors that have those insane lending rules, the ones who make you put your personal guarantees on everything, the people who leverage everything they own to take a chance and hopefully build a little equity. And then you get sick and you can't work or you get divorced, or you have family issues, you have family that needs your help and you have to help support them, you lose your job, you're unemployed, you make some bad financial investments, you find partners who fuck you over, shysters who steal your money and take your entire life savings. That kind of shit happens in real life. It often feels like my life seems to revolve around all these different lessons where I had kids too soon and I've been divorced and I found the wrong partners and I've put money into those investments that were supposed to pay me back a million and a billion dollars. One of the biggest financial fraudsters in all of Canada history, one of those Ponzi schemes that got me to invest everything I had for savings at the time and ended up being a big shyster. It happens and divorce. And you know what? For me, Again, another divorce. 
The lessons I learned over all the years and built my finances back up and I thought I had my life on track and there's no time to waste because I already did it once. The second time around, instead of arguing and paying lawyers, I learned my lessons the first time. And most important, I'm not going to sacrifice my happiness. So I settled quickly, amicably, and I moved on. I split everything in half and let's go. I'm in my mid-40s. I have no time to waste. So here I am today on my 53rd birthday, still saving over 25% of what I earn. I'm maximizing and using that cash to pay off the mortgages, leveraging my current assets and taking more chances than ever than maybe most people would want to take at this age. And I have the most amazing and supportive partner and I've never been happier in my life. As a matter of fact, where I'm sitting right now, I said, how much of a blessing my life is. I can't believe where I am in life and the people that I have in my life. I joke with Karen that I grew up with no money and I lived in a trailer and I could go back to that, but I don't want to. I'm actually truthfully scared of ever, <laughs> I'm scared shitless of ever going back there. So instead, I keep my pedal to the metal, I continue to take my chances and I will continue to work my butt off. My business is never closed and I love what I do and I keep learning new ways to do what I do and it will never be better than it is today. And what's the whole point of this rather long story? It's this, because I hear all this pessimism in our business, how crappy things are and corporates taking over everything. And, and from the point of view of, of being a sales rep, if you're listening to this, that it's a shitty time to be a rep because we're going backwards. I'm like, take control of those reins and you make the future. You decide on what you're going to do next. Because no matter where you are and what point you are in life, it's going to keep happening. Only you control what's going to happen next. And knowing and working with so many people over the years that have successfully transitioned their debt into tidy security for themselves and their children, I know it can and it will and it will continue to be done. I'm just kidding about the financial experts and saying fuck you to them. You need to find those people and you need to work with them. But most importantly, you need to understand that only you can decide on your attitude and how you handle your future and what's going to happen next. 